In a universe where life does not end at death, we explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Thadian Anthologies. Greetings fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. Philosophy, in my opinion, is the express study in understanding our role in existence, how such existence operates, and why such a thing would come into being in the first place. Sages of all kinds throughout the core have already come to similar conclusions. However, there are still many aspects that remain that are puzzling, to say the least. But to those sages, the philosophy that has permeated the waking mind of those seeking knowledge is that of Zeomortex. Predating the core realms, a prime woman born on a long-forgotten world planted the seeds of foundation for sagecraft to rise. These seeds took the form of scripts that even predated the transfer of knowledge through codexes and scans. It wasn't until she implemented her culture's societal advancements that information be transferred through codex entries. Now, any knowledge of the past 16 millennia before the core reset is most likely found in lost archived codices. The technology, of course, advanced from what it originally was, but the principles stayed the same. The woman knew that knowledge was more valuable than any materialistic wealth that could be acquired. In fact, her implementation of the codex was strict for a reason, to make sure that all knowledge could not be found on a single device. Her explanation for this was simple. Knowledge is sacred. Too much of it for one creature will sully its sacredness. And with this, codex entries began to be released into archives and sent out into other advanced civilizations. You might be wondering why this is important to Mortexian philosophy. Well, the woman who began the movement for codex implementation was named Beica Unilosiex, and the first codex of knowledge was known as the Unicodex. Its true title was Claim of an Expanding Existence. This is where Mortexian philosophy began spreading across civilizations, and those who questioned it would write their own codex entries, but for those who followed it, they referred to Beika as a writ in her time, so much of a writ that she became a prophet, and by her death, sages sprouted across the realms that knew the name Unilosiex. Her true fame came from the claim she displayed in her entry. That claim goes into aspects that have already been discussed here, actually, on the podcast. If you listen back on Entry 3, about the planes of existence, you will have a generic sense of what she proposed. How she came to her conclusions was through deepened study into the scripts that had been etched into reality. There were 12 grand writs, as she described, and they each professed knowledge in some way or another. Each one different in their own eyes, but yet their proclivities shine light unto the mysteries of existence. Piecing the puzzle together, Beika found that it is an ever-expanding one. The most prominent one she felt was that of Muay Thai in the Muay Thai manuscript. In it, Muay Thai goes into a primitive understanding of time, labeling it as under light or under dark, signifying that perhaps the sun is out or not, but it goes even deeper than just that. The Muay Thai archive script 1 goes something like this. Under light, 
shineth forth being of truth. For truth of knowledge hath graced under light's might. The birth of being nullifies at end of light, as under dark the beginning's vain. As truth of knowledge leads, sparks the birth of light. So the cycle proceeds. Baeke uses this text to expand further as to what the grand writ means. It describes the process of birth in her eyes, that when there is light, a being of truth shows itself. A being of truth in Baeke's eyes is one that knows all and sees all. As Moigtai continues, it becomes evident that he refers to entities beyond that of mortal comprehension. Yet he also claims that mortal kind has the potential to ascend to such degrees. A term for such entities has been thrown around in our own philosophical community known as demiurges, stemming from a platonic slash neoplatonist belief in a figure responsible for creating and maintaining a physical universe. With Muay Thai, however, he goes into that these entities are abundant throughout the plane of Principium. This is just one plane, though. There are three others that Bayaka describes, and even beyond that, some question if there are even more. How the concept of Zeum Mortex comes into being is the sum calculations of the Twelve Grand Writs. Bayaka finds that each of them describes entities beyond comprehension, creatures like the Sivi that attack those that survive long enough in Mortis Finctos in order to purge them from existence, and others like the Vorkron that are seen as the most powerful creatures ever to walk any plane, extending their life force out to determine those mortals who will walk beside them in Vir Fortis. These calculations all reach back to a single term referenced by each of them, Zeomortex. There are claims that there are entities lurking about Principium, known as Zeum, and they are ever-existing, said to be a balancing act from threats that extend from Mortis Vinctos. Then there is Mortex, which is the encompassing knowledge of past, present, and future. These writs claim to have achieved such knowledge and ascended to a Mortex. So to them, to define a writ means to achieve Mortex. Once doing so, a writ does not write stories, and they come into fruition. The writ just knows that they will be coming. These entities and terms all coincide with one another. But the greater nature of it all is what it began. Communities of sages began emerging. One of the most notable was that of the seven sages in the realm of Magenium. Being from Magenium, the technology of codexes was considered forbidden at the time of Baeka. The seven sages fought against this, against the Arcus regime that swept the temporal shifts. It wasn't until the seven serenities got word of the sages' belief in Mortexian philosophy that they did anything as it is now believed that Magenium is known as a Pium. This meaning, a demiurge that once was a mortal and ascended to a regal entity. This is what brought about the beginning movement for Magenium and even the other realms within the core to converge with one another. In a way, the inhabitants of a realm function much like the subconscious for that of the demiurge. As time has passed from Baeka's life, Mortexian philosophy is now seen more as an umbrella term for the study of realms throughout the core, and possibly even the planar unity. This greater study is spearheaded by the grand sages of the current cycles. However, with the reset taking place in the core, 
much knowledge is needed to be recovered. I thank you for listening to this entry. Watch out for the next entry as I have a returning guest on to talk about some philosophy. Then next week I will begin diving into the grand sages of old and new. Once again, if you'd like to support my work, there are many ways you can donate. You can receive exclusive content through subscribestar.com slash reborninpower. That's reborn-in-power. You can also support this podcast through Anchor. There should be a link on Spotify or whatever podcasting app you use. But in the end, you can find all these ways to support my work through arthadiananthologies.com. And please share this with your friends who are looking for new ways to entertain themselves and immerse themselves. Until then, thank you again for your support. Be safe. Stay safe, and if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power.